Hello and welcome to Ad Creeps, the podcast where we dissect and correct the TV ads that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. I'm Dee and I'm here with my best bud, Al. Hi. <laughs> I was briefly retroactively trying to work out whether you'd said the intro right. I think I did. Yeah. I'm not going to do it again. I don't expect you to. It was just I was doing it with a little bit more pizzazz. You were really putting some zazz in it, and I did like it a I, lot. It's just a little stank. Yeah. It's because, here's the thing, we had to record a couple in a row. Yeah. My first episode, you know what? It was, I had to throw something together in three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I love Mr. Zip. We, we all love, love, we love Mr. Zip. Mr. Zip and Chunky but it, Zip. But it wasn't like, it wasn't something that I was like It wasn't from thinking. the heart. It wasn't from the heart. But today. Ooh. I went back to my old friend, Mr. Hyperfocus, <laughs> and I thought, what Wikipedia article do I just keep going back to and think, huh, why is this a thing? Oh, that's so exciting. I, so I went back to it, and I uh, tie, tied an advertisement to it. <laughs> you know you what? Do. I love that. You ready? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of Japanese names, and I did practice, but I do have the thing where I look at letters and then mm. can't figure out letters. Understandable. So... We'll see how good I do. <laughs> Mariko Aoki had a problem. It had been occurring in enough of a recurring pattern that she thought she ought to maybe mention it to a group of people who may understand it. Mm. In February 1985, the 29-year-old woman from Tokyo sent in a short letter to Han no Zazi, or the book magazine. Okay. In the letter, she briefly described her problem. I'm not sure why... Aoki wrote, but since about two or three years ago, whenever I go into a bookstore, I'm struck by a sudden urge to move my bowels. <laughs> yeah, I know what that's like. <laughs> we, t- we, you and I talked about this before, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, yesterday. And I'm like, let's just talk about it. Oh, I'm excited to find out it's, what the reason is. Cause I, this does plague my, my life. It's wild. <laughs> it's a mystery. It's a medical mystery. Wow. Following the publication of the bookstore bowel letter, the magazine received more letters from readers who had regularly experienced the same phenomenon. This response was so interesting that the chief editor decided to publish a 14-page feature article the next issue based on this unsolved medical mystery. The Mariko Aoki phenomenon, as Book Magazine dubbed it, was, quote, shaking the bookstore industry. That's so wild because this does happen to me and I never in a million years thought it happened to anybody else. That's, this is the thing. Because I already have a bowel disorder and anxiety. So I assume just the com- combination of those two things. It's the perfect storm. It is. <laughs> that Like that movie, The Perfect Storm. Ah, about the boat. About, well, no, it's about you in a bookstore. Oh. <laughs> Before this 1985 expose, the relationship between bookstores and pooping had been mentioned previously in Japanese literature. Hmm. Mentions can be found in the 1957 short story, Admits the Hustle and Bustle. <laughs> oh, Admits the Hustle and Bustle, there is a poop. <laughs> I love it when you say poop and it sounds like it's spelled P-E-W-P. It is. Pupe. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> like boobs. <laughs> I'm just a South Park guy at heart. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> as well as the 1972 story, The Emperor and Lieutenant. Ooh. Ooh. And the 1981 novel, Words 2 Can Sweat, Literally. <gasps> I do get sweaty when I go in a bookstore and I have to poop. Yeah. <laughs> I go in a bookstore 
I feel anxiety. I get sweaty. I have to poop. I think they should study you. There's been studies on this. I think you should be. I think they should study me. I think for For so so many many reasons. reasons. (laughs) TV newscaster Tetsuo Suda talked about a similar pooping experience in 1984 in the popular radio program Young Paradise. Had a full segment on sharing poop stories with one tale relating directly to having the urge to go in a bookstore. Young Paradise even dubbed the feeling Yoshiko Yamada Syndrome after one of the characters. Wow. So they're naming it left and right. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) After Book Magazine published their 14-page article, the story was picked up in Japan's leading magazine, Weekly Bunshun. Aoki herself was interviewed, remarking that she was not particularly bothered by her name being used for such a very specific shitting phenomenon. I love that. Could you imagine... The owl syndrome. Oh, what yeah. would be? Hey, let's let's talk about it. What would be the owl syndrome? I mean, there are so many. It, one that you think the general public would also be like, oh yes, I have that. I mean, there's you know waking up and immediately spending a good thirty minutes on the toilet. <laughs> That's one of them. That's one of them. Um, <laughs> there's oh yeah, there the the thing of where I get so tired that I immediately have to lie down for twenty minutes and then I have to poop. <laughs> And I'm not sure if it. I just got so tired because my body was working it out. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that too. I like that too. I have the um, uh, six minutes, and then you have to poop after having a coffee. Oh, but I think a lot of people have that. Yeah, me, it's one sip and let her rip. Usually, <laughs> I call that the Tim Hortons phenomenon because <laughs> there's just something about there's Tim Hortons something. coffee. They it just let it rip. With the uptake of the internet in, in the 2000s, so too grew mentions of Aoki's namesake. If you search the terms bookstore and defecation urge, uh, thousands of posts with a, within a variety of web boards popped up. In 2012, a small study took place. The report estimated between 1 in 10 to 1 in 20 people experienced the phenomenon. That's a lot. That's a lot That's of That's a people. lot of people. How many gingers are there? I don't know. Probably not one Just in me. 20. <laughs> Just you. I'm special. That's a phenomenon. Al phenomenon. <laughs> Being cute and ginger. <laughs> a gender bias was also observed. Four women to every one man was identified with having book bowels. Book bowels. That's what they call it. <laughs> In fact, the study went so far as to saying, quote, working women ages 20 to 30 were the main demographic who experienced the urge. I'm feeling clocked. <laughs> I'm feeling upset. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> You're out of your 30s. Well, you're mid-30s. I'm in mid-30s now. So you're fine. (laughs) And also not a woman. (laughs) Another curious part of this phenomenon was that bookstore employees and the families of bookstore managers who commonly visited the store did not experience book bowels. Wow. What is going on? people that are like newly overwhelmed They just come in and they're like, we'll talk about what the theory is. Okay. But if you're in there, you're fine. You're already inured to it. You're maybe like the first time you work there. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Gosh, I remember there's a, a couple bookstores downtown, like the Indigo, the bathroom. They had a Starbucks in there. Yeah. And you get a coffee and then you got a poop, right? But they had a security guard on mm. the bathroom and you couldn't find the security guard. And then he like looked you up and down like, well, are you buying a book? This is you I don't, you it. can't. I love a chapters. A chapters just ask questions. No. And we're going to talk about Barnes and Noble. Oh, a, a bathroom paradise. Beautiful. <laughs> In 
In 2012, the Japanese Bookseller Association published a results of a survey asking customers, quote, what services would you like to use at a bookstore in the future? A points card was the first requirement at 68, bargains came in second at 51, and use of toilets was a solid third at 38%. <laughs> Responding to the results, a representative said, quote, I did think there would be so many people who would want a toilet in a bookstore. I want a toilet everywhere. <laughs> the number of responses may support for the first time that bookstores stimulate the urge to use a toilet. Yeah, maybe this is less about, like, bookstores causing us to poop and more that there are not a lot of public bathrooms. I mean, there is de definitely the bookstore thing is real because... Oh, yeah, yeah, it is real. I We have studies. I can pinpoint in my mind the exact feeling of walking into a bookstore, like, and feeling things move yeah. to a lower place inside of me, a more urgent place. That's what a lot of people describe. But also... We gotta get more public washrooms. We gotta get more people. Public we gotta washers. get them. The train stations in Vancouver oh. don't have them. It's a. I think it's. I mean, in North America, it's very very bad. Yeah. Um. In when I went to Australia, you you could throw a rock and hit a public bathroom and a bubbler like a water fountain. Yeah. Same in Japan. Like, come on, folks. It's beautiful. Come on, folks. <laughs> it's the, just that North America hate unhoused people so much, they're going to make it difficult for everyone else. I was thinking about this the other day. It was like, the, you know, it's like, why don't you build a washroom? And then they're like, well, the wrong people might use it. It's like, what, people that don't have butts? <laughs> people that don't have butts are trying to come in and use our washrooms? I don't think it's worth getting mad about, man. <laughs> no, the people who have a cloacas. <laughs> we don't want that. We cannot. So what causes Mariko Aoki phenomenon? Let's look at the evidence directly from Aoki's first letter. She claimed it happened. So these are point yeah, form. Okay. Number one, after being in a bookstore for a long period of time. Hmm. Number two, smelling the scent of new books yeah. for a long period of or time. Or old books. Or old books. So for yeah. me. Number three, when cradling a highbrow literary tome. Don't know about that. So, like, I guess you have, like, a like a textbook in your hands yeah. and you're holding it, right? Uh, four, when standing to browse to read a manga comic. Oh, interesting. And then number five, it can be reproduced more readily when a bit constipated or in the morning after having a nightcap. That's interesting that you could go to a bookstore if you were constipated. And it, and then it was, it's free. It might help you out. Oh, that you would you be. You should do this. I should do that. <laughs> and let us know. Classically constipated <laughs> after all the pain medication I'm on. <laughs> I actually have found the, the trick. Yeah. Uh, it's magnesium citrate. Oh. It, if you take two of them, um, it helps you get sleepy because magnesium is the thing that makes melatonin naturally in your oh. body. So it gets you sleepy. It helps your brain and nerve function, which is, I have a disorder, so that's great. And it makes you poop real bad. Love that <laughs> Just for first you. thing in the morning, oh, a cleanse, <laughs> a cleanse. So other reports in the small scale study state that, uh, number one, symptoms are particularly strong when in a large bookstore. Huh. Two, readily occurs at English language booksellers. Interesting. Which is funny because the study happened in Japan in a university mm -hmm. and they're saying that they're more likely to poop in an English language bookstore than in a Japanese language bookstore. Ooh. 
Interesting. Uh, three, once people exit a bookstore due to having perceived defecation urge, before they know it, the symptoms have subsided. Hmm. Which is so fuck wild. Couldn't be me. <laughs> it's like you go in and you have to poop and you're like, oh, maybe the, the bathroom is like, there's a security guard or whatever. So I leave and then you don't have to poop anymore. <laughs> this, so far, this part does not track with no, my no, experience. No. It's all, it's, it's a, it's a, yeah. you got, the data is all over the also place. Also for me, it's any size, new books, old books. Wow. Any kind. This is so interesting. Now, okay, this uh, fourth part is also very interesting and I wonder if you've had yeah. it. Uh, it also has been known to occur in CD stores, video rental stores, and video game stores. Have you ever had that? I, I'm sure that I have, yes. How about a library? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because they were mixed on libraries, yeah, which is interesting. Definitely in a library. But usually I only go into a library if I'm already going to use the washroom. Yeah. <laughs> Never. I'm famously against libraries. I'm not against <laughs> libraries. I just don't have a use for the most I don't often. appreciate their services. That's not true. <laughs> Look, I'm reading through the lines here. <laughs> Though not a clear answer of why this reaction happens, there are a few strong hypotheses. Nomura Masoto, a pr- uh, professor at Kindai University in Osaka, specifically studied the relationship between scent and bodily functions. Interesting. His smell stimulation theory claimed that there was just something about the smell of books, which triggered the bowels to start moving. Mm. Nomura was so sure about this theory, he has developed a spray that mimics the scent of bookstores, which he claims can act as a laxative. I don't know about that. It's very interesting. I don't know about all that. (laughs) I will say, also happens to me in yarn stores. Oh. Well, there is a hypothesis that I think fits your... Um, thing and this is this one. Okay, okay, okay. Because okay. that would also it with um, yarn stores. It would also kind of clock. Okay. Gastroenterologist Dr. Samir Islam has a different hypothesis. The answer might just be found in the gut-brain axis. This is yeah. This is what I think. Quote: What we m- feel mentally will affect our bowels. That's when you're nervous, like taking a test or giving a public speech. You have butterflies in your stomach. It's the nervousness that you feel that corresponds to the butterfly feeling in your gut. For others, that nervousness will cause diarrhea or urination and bowel issues. It's common. It's a common ma- manifestation of conditions like irritable bowel syndrome mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, science. Yeah. Like, experience. Like, if you have higher anxieties, then your bowel, bowel is going to move. As, as someone who experiences extremes in both of these areas, yeah. the, uh, my, my anxiety has always been tied to yeah, what's absolutely. happening in my bowel. Absolutely. And, and that's why you take a little weed gummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me, I've been a peer, a nervous peer. Yeah. Yeah. But then I also have a bladder disorder. So, <laughs> so here it is. Entering a bookstore may trigger that anxiousness, either because a large bookstore might turn into a maze when trying to find a bathroom quick, or because of the large amount of language input. Mm, With mm -hmm. all the information and stimulus flowing around, the brain may trigger a nervous bowel reaction. I'm, this is the one. This is what I, this is what I sort of, even before we, you know, talked about it, this is sort of what I assumed was the case because it's like, you know, in a yarn store, in a bookstore, in any store where you're faced with like a lot of material. Yeah. Like even if it's not necessarily language processing, but just processing 
the amount of information of like there are so many different kinds of this one thing yeah. and what is the subset of them that I need to get to and where is that and how do I get to it and then taking in all of that information and trying to process it into what am I actually looking for what am I interested in yeah is it turns into the stimulus is like turning into anxiety exactly even though it's not like anxiety like I'm nervous about it it's yeah. just my brain is overstimulated it's not necessarily like perceived yes. anxiety yeah so interesting. And when you said yarn, I could see that happening with colors. Yeah, absolutely. Right? With a lot of colors in your process and textures. Like, mm-hmm. your brain probably is, like, loves to process that stuff. And so when it's overstimulated, it's like, well, gotta poop. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love... I love this idea. I am. There's a paper in my sources with um, Dr. Islam mm-hmm. talking about the gut-brain axis. And I was super... Like, just the idea of your brain is, like... We have a processing disorder in that your brain gets overstimulated a lot. And that's yeah. a lot of, like, mental disorders, learning disorders, whatever. But the brain reaction is, gotta poop. I feel like for some people that, like, gut brain passage is, like, a twisty, long, like, pipe dreams pipe. <laughs> and for some people like me, it's, like, a Super Mario too. Yeah. <laughs> You're sliding <laughs> right down. Do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love I think this is the theory. Yeah. Though I do like the smell. It is compelling. It is compelling. Makes no damn sense. <laughs> so I got a couple other hypotheses for you. Okay. Another hypothesis comes down to a very specific bookseller in the United States hmm. that once boasted the largest amount of Mariko Aoki phenomenon reported in the North America. Really? Barnes and Noble locations were early adopters of having small Starbucks cafes within their doors. Mm-hmm. Contractions in the digestive tract tend to happen much faster after stimulants, such yeah. as caffeine. Coffee poops have been reported to happen as fast as four minutes after drinking, which is even sooner than the drink and the caffeine can even affect the colon. Mm. So perhaps customers grab a coffee before browsing and are soon found that they need to make a quick trip to the little boy's room. Mm-hmm. I think that's me. I feel like this is tricky because it like adds another compounding factor. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, they're veritable. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Science. We're doing science. (laughs) And so there is an article in my sources about Barnes & Noble being the king of Ayoko phenomenon because of how big it is. Mm -hmm. Um, It always had bathrooms open. You didn't have to go to security guy. And it had the Starbucks as well. For me, this one hits hard because whenever I went into the Barnes & Noble, you could smell the Starbucks coffee. And it hit me. Mm-hmm. It just, mm-hmm. the coffee smell hit me for whatever reason. It's like a Pavlov dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's enough, you know? When I, I loved our local Barnes and Noble in New Hampshire because that's where all the kids hung out. <laughs> and when they, we, I remember when the first Starbucks came in. Oh my God. Oh, so cool. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we didn't have a, we didn't have a big box bookstore no. in my hometown. Well, you're lucky. Um, yeah, you had to go to Nanaimo if you wanted to go to the chapters. Oh yeah, the chapters. But there's no Barnes and Noble in Canada, are there? I don't think so. And frankly, there's not a lot of Barnes and Noble left in the states either. <laughs> Boy, Boy, when I see a Barnes and Noble, I'm like, oh. Hello, you've survived. <laughs> you've survived the reaping. The reaping. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of nice, actually. Yeah. Some chiropractors, well, mm. yeah, suggest the, that the phenomenon is due to the posture readers take while browsing. 
stooping down to look at low shelves may put our bodies in the same position as a squatty potty. That does make sense to me also. Yeah? Quote, the stooping and squatting effect, the angle of the rectum and help slide excrement through the large intestine. You're just helping shimmy it down there. Oh, by the way, I got a little stool stool mm. and it's changed my life. Those are very helpful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's Get yourself in the right position. It's just like fantastic. Especially again, someone who is constipated all the time. It's great. <laughs> Get your legs up. <laughs> Except when I go somewhere and I'm so used to having my feet up a little bit, <laughs> then it's like, well, the whole equilibrium is off. Everything's off. You need a little foldable stool. <laughs> yeah. You got to jackknife your body like a Mack truck. <laughs> I perch my heels on the toilet seat. <laughs> like a goblet. <laughs> <laughs> like a gargoyle on the eaves of the Notre Dame. Um, a survey conducted by bathroomsurvey.com, Hello. which we got to check out, asked, do you read in the bathroom? 71% reported reading books, magazines, or articles on their phone more times than not. Perhaps the Ioki phenomenon is a case of Pavlov's dog. We see a lot of words, and our brain decides it's time to let loose. I like this one. I like it, but I also feel like this happened to me well before I had yeah. the internet and I was reading on my phone while shitting. Didn't you Didn't you have bathroom books? It was never really a thing in my no? household, no. We had bathroom Archies. Oh. And I have actually have a bathroom Archie up there right now. It's great. I always appreciated when places had bathroom books because they weren't common in my house. Oh, yeah? Oh. The Uncle John's Reader? Mm-hmm. Classic. Classic. Uh, uh, as a kid with slow bowel syndrome, I had a thing where, like, if I felt like I had to poop, I would sit down to read two Archie comics, <laughs> two stories, and then if I couldn't go, I would just leave. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. And try again. <laughs> you know what? That's great. I tied my poop with the Archies. <laughs> Right by the time he has to choose between Betty and Veronica, you're ready to Always, go. constantly. <laughs> or like, uh, Jughead's about to eat a hamburger. <laughs> I gotta see what happens. Whatever the reason, reviews of bookstore bathrooms have become very popular on Japanese social media. There is still a need to find the perfect store to satisfy your seat. So I looked, there's a whole, there's a whole thing. Oh, wow. Oh, it's so good. So this is the best one, quote, there's a bookstore in uh, Satyama known t- to book lovers as the number one bookstore in Japan for wanting to go to the bathroom. Wow. Its name is Surahara Books, says Twitter user Niko Yamagachi. What makes Suriyaha different from a normal bookstore is that it has a magnificent <gasps> fountain outside. Oh my god. So there's a picture. You can go through my sources. It's a beautiful fountain right outside the bathroom. (laughs) That sounds lovely. So the sound of water results in a powerful compulsion. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the number one rated bathroom in a bookstore in Japan. I need to go there. That's going on my bucket list. (laughs) (laughs) Take a poop there. (laughs) With Amazon and online resellers destroying the once intimidating brick and marble literary megastores like Barnes & Noble, bookstore bowels may be a dying phenomenon. So let's look at an early BNN TV advertisement and perhaps it might stir something from within you. (gasps) Okay. You ready? And can I recommend something for those uh, who are lamenting the dying of bookstores? Yeah. Used bookstores. (laughs) Yeah, they're here. They're here. I love a used bookstore. My dad's a a book rescuer. (laughs) So he goes into, he does uh, garage sales. Yeah. And he buys books. And then he, he resells them for like 
so fucking cheap. And I'm like, at first I'm like, okay, you're flipping books. And then I'm like, no, you're rescuing books. You're rescuing <laughs> what a book books. hero. He's got a little scanner and everything. Oh my God. So this is his retirement. <laughs> you gotta have a hobby. We went to a garage sale together and I bought a bunch of uh, sewing patterns and he bought a bunch of Barbie books because he's like, that Barbie movie, these are going to sell. <laughs> I appreciate a dad on the on the pulse of <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, let's watch this ad. Okay. We'll return after these messages. Barnes books for early readers. Sorry, have you tried Barnes and Noble? Barnes and Noble, of course, of course. Do you have any books on electrical wiring? Sorry, have you tried Barnes and Noble? Barnes and Noble. Of course. Of course. Welcome back to the show. Oh my god. So those are the first two commercials that Barnes Noble all put out ever. Wow. 76, I think it said. Mm-hmm. So there are two of them. That was they're very short. They're very good though. Yeah, they're very cute. Iconic characters. <laughs> Why are you talking about them? The first one, little girl with pigtails. Oh, and she talks like this. <laughs> she talks like we like to type with little girls. She is standing at a bookstore counter. We're in the perspective of the bookstore owner yeah. or person at the till. We're it's, a, it's a local bookstore. It's a local bookstore. <laughs> we got some You've Got Mail energy. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, do you have any books for early readers? No, you have to say in the voice. Do you have any books for early readers? Early readers. And of course, this <laughs> local bookstore doesn't. So common, am I right? Um... <laughs> It's that's buck wild. Yeah. <laughs> Unless she went into like the anarchist bookstore in Portland. <laughs> uh, early weeders. Early weeders. And and he says, have you tried Barnes and Noble? Which of course a local bookstore owner will say. Would definitely say. Would love love to say. Uh, not I could order one in for you. Yeah. What kind of things are you interested in? How did I guess they had a computer system they could order back then? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. like a catalog or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like a Sears catalog. <laughs> uh, no, he says, Go, Barnes and & Noble. And, and the little girl says, of course, of course. <laughs> and then there's a man who's been electrified. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he, he got fried. Sort of like a classic cartoon yeah, uh, exploding yeah. cake scenario. Yeah. Uh, and he says, do you have any books on electric- electricianing? Yeah. And the guy, once again, of course, I mean... He would say this. He says, have you tried Barnes and Noble? Yeah. Not, there's a section over there. Um, (laughs) Sir, we're little, we're little sisters bookstore. We only sell gay sex books. Get out of (laughs) here. Do you have any books on electrical kink? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) Uh, And he says, of course, of course. And on the second, of course, his hair like flops back down. Yeah, he touches the desk. Yeah. So he grounds himself. I like that because they were thinking, they're like, how are we going to do this? It's in the details. Um, The... Uh, tagline, of course, of course, not great. No. They needed to shop They that really one. needed to work on that one. I don't want to know how much money they spent on that. Uh, probably not a lot. <laughs> uh, but I guess it. That this was the start. This was the start of the end of something. So, yeah. And then another end of another end. <laughs> and now we're like, when Whoops. we see a Barnes & Noble, we're like, oh. <laughs> Even you. Even you. Gods, no gods, no lords, no kings. <laughs> no Barnes, no nobles. <laughs> I always used to say Barnes and Nobles, but, it's, it, but it ain't. It's Barnes and Noble. I like that idea that there are Barnes and there are Nobles. I guess it's, yeah. <laughs> oh. Me, the serf who lives in the barn versus and the me. Chad Noble. <laughs> 
It's 2023. 2023. There are still Barnes & Noble. But the book situation is dire. It's very dire. Um, Do you think there is a push to buy local and going into local bookstores? Do you think there is? I I know there is. Yeah, okay. I've seen it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Do you think it's like people are more aware now? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's good. Definitely. Yeah. Um, So I think what this is, is it's not a Barnes and it's not a local bookstore. No. It's a zine fair. (laughs) By the way, we have one coming up in Vancouver. Yes. Yeah. Love a zine fair. So this is a zine fair. Yeah. And, you know, someone comes up to the counter, maybe like a goth. (laughs) <laughs> and, and they're asking for these pe- the people in this commercial are asking for the most specific AO3 hashtags <laughs> you could even imagine they're like do you have your name Winchester Supernatural like your name Kurt Comfort fan fiction <laughs> in a zine and the person at the counter is like embarrassment you fucking king. better believe we do <laughs> embarrassment kink <laughs> <laughs> M to question mark. Oh my god! Okay, Just the most Tumblr girlies and the, and the uh, you know coming up to the the zine fair saying, "Do you have?" You so it's so it's the zine seller saying, "Of course, of course, we yeah, have it." They're, oh. they're saying, "You better, you better fucking believe we got so that." In this world in 2023, Barnes and Noble is like, "We're gonna slough off our mega bookstore." Like, you know what? Leave that to the Powells. Yeah. Leave that to the whatever. They've seen what it's become and they're disgusting. They're disgusting. But the Barnes & Noble is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Long live Barnes & Noble. There's a peasant revolution on the Barnes & Noble. <laughs> <laughs> well, Powell's fought, are, is currently fighting their union. Yeah. So, like, Barnes & Noble, you could do you the, could slide the right funniest in. thing right now. <laughs> you have the power. <laughs> so they're like, we're it's only zines now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They are getting that millennial Gen X or millennial Gen Z demographic. Yeah. They're sliding in. Do you have a witchy zine that's pro abortion, <laughs> anti kink, <laughs> and no cops at Pride? We've yes. got 20. Of course, of course. Do you have a zine where Clifford the Big Red Dog grew up and now he's got a pup kink? <laughs> of course, of, of course. course we do. <laughs> Do you have a zine where it's a reimagining of the Babysitters Club, but it's they're all babies? <laughs> of course, of course. Do you have a book where it's a remake of Star Trek's The Next Generation, but every character is trans? Of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, Do you have a zine where it's everyone but Garfield, but then you delete Garfield? Of course. <laughs> you know you. <laughs> I think we need to write someone. Yeah. I think we do. We're going to have to get on the phone with uh, Barnes because uh, we're getting rid of the nobles. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only Barnes. Just Barnes. <laughs> Can I do one more? Please. Do you have a zine that it is a tarot spread reader, but I am afraid of skeletons? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> of course. Of, of course. course. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be Go fun. to your local zine maker, friends. <laughs> yes. Go to your oh zine fair. Meet the cool makers and the incredible things that they make. Yeah. And you make you very well may find something that's specific to your interests. Actually, can I recommend a zine maker that I love and I recommend? I would love for you to do that. Um, let me just find it. They're called Crafty or DIY dot art. They're on Instagram. Nice. Um, they make fantastic zines, but the one I recommend a lot and I actually 
actually gave to my own family was how to support your non-binary family member. Ooh. It's fant- It's absolutely fantastic. Um, th- by the way, the zine scene in Tacoma, Washington is killer. Wonderful. Absolutely killer. Um, so I'll, I'll, we can link them, right? Yeah, we'll yeah. link them. No, it's my favorite zine maker of all time. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you got something else for me? I got a fun little local out I could whip out. You say, of course, of course. Of course, of course. Thank you. Of course, of course. Oh. Okay, we are going to Elkland, Pennsylvania. Wow. All right. Making the pizza. Making the pizza. Sprinkle the cheese. Sprinkle the cheese. Hey, if you're looking for the best pizza, wings, subs, and salads, you need to give us a try. Eat in, take out, or deliver to your door. The huge line of specialty pizzas are second to none. And we have three different restaurants to choose from. That's right, three. Gang Mills, Lawrenceville, Elkland. Making the pizza. Making the pizza. So stop on down to one of three great locations or call us up to let our crews hook you up. Aw, yeah. This is what I call white guy pizza night. I need this zine, though. (laughs) (laughs) Making the pizza. (laughs) Making the pizza. This is how I'm going to make pizza now. By doing a little dance and saying, spreading the cheese. This is the most Pennsylvania ad. (laughs) (laughs) For whatever reason, I want to remake with Polly Shore. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what he was. He was doing the Polly Shore. He was doing. Oh, was it? Is that the is that what the. Yeah. There you go. I didn't even know, and now I know. He was serving Polly Shore and pizza. <laughs> he was serving Polly Shore and also pizza. I also love how two locations are called Pizza to Go, and then the third one is called Pizza Barn. Yeah. It's like there was a hostile takeover. <laughs> What's that story? It was a pizza peasant rebellion. <laughs> if you have a local ad... Um, that features your local Polly Shore-esque person, <laughs> you can email us at creeps at gmail.com. These, these, these guys are always in commercials. We love them. <laughs> well, you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, not Twitter, uh, co-host Blue Sky, <laughs> Instagram, Kofi, uh, and Tumblr at ad creeps. Yeah, you can come and be Al and my friend on Blue Sky. Yeah, please. We're, we're hanging out there. That's where we're doing our, our usual the episode is up posts. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, sometimes posting little bits and pieces from the, the sources or yeah. little jokes. Maybe we'll post our favorite toilets. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. We've got some goodies. Yeah, we got some goodies. Okay, is that it? That's it. Okay, until next time, we are signing, signing off. I have to poop. Oh, I forgot to tell you. After I wrote this episode, I had the biggest poop. <laughs> I'm so proud of it you. It was so weird. Oh, my God. Now I have to poop, too. Bye. Bye. First, it weren't for my spouse. Of course. Do you have do you have a zine? Do you have a zine <laughs> where it's just a horse and it's a sleeping horse and then you put little sweet jelly beans in its lips? <laughs> yes, I do. Because I love that. <laughs> do you have a zine where it's all illustrations of vegetables after they've been used for self-pleasure? <laughs> hey, it's pumpkin season. <laughs> uh. Do you have a zine of the pictures of 
all of your ex-boyfriends, but you've drawn over them, um, so they re resemble uh, Alan Alda? Yes, of course, yeah, of course. of course I do. <laughs> Why would you... <laughs> oh boy I want someone to get on all these zines please they really do need to at least the covers I need the covers oh, yeah. yeah 